From London, England, where the Queen lives. Recorded live from an underground bunker and packaged into an MP3 with a pretty little picture. Helping to kickstart your day with the motivation and inspiration you need. 365 days a year. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. And this is your host, Chris Jags. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's that incredible special time of the year once again. But before we go into that, can I just say, good morning. Welcome to the Learn to Live podcast. And unbelievably, for anyone that has never heard this podcast before or even read the title, I am still your host, Chris Jags from LearnToVoteLive.com. Hello. Yes, happy 2022 to you. I'm not quite sure when you actually start wishing people a happy new year, but as it's the first episode of the year, let's do it here. Happy new year to you. Yes, we have started January, and in the UK, as usual, it's freezing. Now, there is a special reason for the title of this episode, and why it didn't come out last week at the start of the new year itself. Well, it's quite simple. The first reason is I wasn't working at all. And secondly, you're going to have heard it enough. You know, all the false promises that people make to themselves out there, and I guess, hey, it's kind of reflected well in the episode title, isn't it? The blah, blah, blah bit. Even my 12-year-old daughter takes the mick out of the whole New Year, New Me statement. Because, well, as we know, for most people, it's just a lot of crap, ain't it? So roughly around the end of the second week of January is actually unofficially known as Quitter's Day. Although this has been followed up by other dates such as the 1st of February, three weeks into January and so forth. A study a few years ago by Strava analysed over 31.5 million global activities back from across 2017. And they were able to pinpoint the second Friday in January as Quitter's Day. That second Friday of January comes up quite a few years and hey... Look what's coming up this week, the second Friday of January. Ta-da! It's like this episode was actually planned for a change. Now, sticking to resolutions is hard, and we all know there's a lot of talk and pressure in January about getting fitter and being healthier, for example. A key factor in success is motivation, like anything. So, trying to keep all that in line is one of the hardest things to actually get right. So before we get right into why it goes wrong for so many people and how you keep yourself on track, let's have those quick messages. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Nice. For more more information and inspiration, head over to learndeveloplive.com. Welcome back. So come on, let's get right into this, shall we? Let's get right into why this goes wrong and how we can make resolutions for people and make them work and see why they didn't work for some people. Studies have shown that approximately 80% of New Year's resolutions fail, and despite many people over the years trying different approaches towards them, such as maybe renaming them, approaching them differently, and looking at them in different views, 80% of all those still don't make it to the end. What a number! Are you one of those people? So let's have a look. There are a few reasons why things just do not work out for them. Now, the first thing could be that your consciousness needs to change before your behavior can change. Now, if you were in a job that you hated, 
you are being mistreated by your boss on a regular basis, and sadly, this isn't the first time you're in a job that you hate. As the end of the year approaches, you say to yourself, you've had enough. Next year, you'll be getting yourself that brand new job and an incredible new boss that actually likes you. While this is a great goal, and January is normally the time that most people want to go and make a change to their working life and have some time to reflect over Christmas, it most likely won't happen unless you change the aspects of yourself at the beginning. There is a thing about how you can attract and sustain positive treatment into your life, which will flow, of course, into your work as well. Unfortunately, often people who are chronically mistreated at work have been mistreated throughout their lives. It's typically a problem that's very old for them. The chronic condition can even go and emerge as far back from childhood where our boundaries were violated in some core way. You'll just never be able to speak up or stand up for yourself. And this is because it just wasn't a safe thing for you to do. Another thing is not having some sort of structure in place that can hold you accountable. Big changes and important goals don't just happen. These things require sustained action and a different kind of action than you're used to. And these are the things that are going to move you forward towards that goal, despite the challenges, the struggles, and of course the pushback. That sustained action that you really need is difficult to achieve on your own because it stretches us way out of our comfort zone and out of our nice little way of dealing with life. While some people can hold themselves accountable on their own with no problem at all, sometimes the bigger the goal, the more it is necessary to have outside accountability to help, especially over time, you know, when the initial juice and the excitement of the goal starts to fade and the going just gets a little rough. Whether your goal is to be happier, healthier, wealthier, stronger, more successful, or just feel more fulfilled, to achieve these goals, you are going to require to become someone who is different from who you are right now. Now to do that, outside support is so helpful. The right kind of helper encourages you to see what you cannot see about yourself and to connect with the highest version of who you are and who you can be. And also, where exactly are you actually sabotaging your own growth? There are plenty of struggles with this whole subject, but what if you aren't setting the right kind of goals for yourself? If your resolution isn't specific enough, it might be worth asking yourself if it's actually specific enough for what you're trying to do. For example, resolving to exercise more or lose some weight. These are easy ways to set yourself up for failure as the lack of ways to mock your progress are very unlikely to help keep you motivated throughout the entire year. Instead, why not try and make your goal actually mean something, like running a particular 5k you have circled on the calendar or losing 10 pounds by a certain date. It's definitely easier to drop out or walk away from the goals that you set or resolutions that are just a little too vague. But when it's really detailed and specific, it's harder to walk away from. It's also helpful to have a timeline in place for that resolution. You can think short term, medium term, and of course, long term benchmarks that will let you know and will see, are you actually on track to achieve this goal? Ask yourself, what do I need to do this week? What do I need to do over the next month or so? And just exactly what do I hope to accomplish over the next several months? That alone will give you a structure that anyone can follow. The health resolution definitely hits some roadblocks. Now, when people resolve to stop wasting money or stop eating junk food, for example, it often backfires because it makes them think the very thing they're trying to avoid. Missing those burgers, 
missing those pizzas, whatever it is that takes your fancy. If you think about it as a bad thing, you want it more. But if we feed ourselves positive self-talk, instead of telling ourselves, don't eat junk food, then we should be telling ourselves the behaviour that we desire, like, I know, eat carrots and peanut butter as a healthy snack instead. And finally, is your resolution really about you? Did you actually want to do this particular thing yourself? Another major obstacle that people face is the tendency to make a news resolution that doesn't actually reflect what they really want. People aim for the diet and the exercise trends because it's what everyone else is doing. But of course, this can also apply to a number of goals, like a career-related goal inspired by what you think people expect of you. Goals need to be made for the individual, so as often, people seem to be influenced by their friends, their family, and just what society thinks they should be doing. It is very important for anyone to set goals that they set them for themselves, and these are unique to themselves. If you have no interest in the resolution, no interest in the goal, then why are you going to commit your time and energy to it? Because you actually won't. Now, some of the data that Strava did find might help you with some pointers and help you towards getting those resolutions in check. Finding a workout buddy led to friends having 22% more activities. Joining a club had 46% more activities for their members. Setting an actual goal for athletes, 92% were still active 10 months later. People that started commuting, well, they did more weekend activities, 43%. And 43%, when it comes to becoming an early morning person, they were more consistent in their workouts. Now, obviously, these are exercise related, but some can be adjusted to your situation. So see how you get on and good luck. Now, the time for change is here. The time for you is right now. There is so much more to this whole subject and this is just the start. There's plenty to read online and dare I say, social media, but maybe stay away from, you know, the negative part of this. Now that is us finished for this week. If you'd like to talk some more about this, my calendar is always open to you. LDLcall.com to book your free 30 minute call completely dedicated to you. Take care of yourself and I'll see you in the next one. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. So let's get some motivation and smash it to pieces. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Goodbye. What? It's over already? All over. Thank you for listening to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. I hope you feel as warm, motivated, and fuzzy inside as I do. You can connect with Chris at LearnDevelopLive.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I won't say goodbye. I'll just say until we meet again. Until next time, join the motivation. 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 Motivation.